Hi. Morning, everyone. Um, today is day 15 of the One Campaign app, uh, and today we're going to be talking about rethinking the parable of the sower. Uh, so let me open us up in prayer. Father God, thank you so much for this morning. Lord, thank you for um, everything, all the blessings that you've given us, Father, um, the great weather that you've blessed us with uh, this week. And Father, we just pray that, um, that you would share um, through me, Father, and that we would have uh, just a lot of insights from you, Father, from this parable, Lord. And I also, I just pray that um, you would bless the rest of the session that we have this morning and pray all these things in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Uh, so today we're reading from Luke 8, 1 to 25, the parable of the sower. After this, Jesus traveled about from one town and village to another, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. The twelve were with him, and also some women who had been cured of evil spirits and diseases. Mary called Magdalene, from whom seven demons had come out, Joanna, the wife of Chusa, the manager of Herod's household, Susanna, and many others. These women were helping to support them out of their own means. While a large crowd was gathering and people were coming to Jesus from town after town, he told this parable. A farmer went out to sow his seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along the path it was trampled on, and the birds ate it up. Some fell on rocky ground, and when it came up, the plants withered because they had no moisture. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up with it and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil. It came up and yielded a crop, a hundred times more than was sown. When he said this, he called out, Whoever has ears to hear, let him hear. His disciples asked him what this parable meant. He said, the knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you, but to others I speak in parables, so that though seeing they may not see, though hearing they may not understand. This is the meaning of the parable. The seed is a word of God. Those along the path are the ones who hear, and then the devil comes and takes away the word from their hearts so that they may not believe and be saved. Those on the rocky ground are the ones who receive the word with joy when they hear it, but they have no root. They believe for a while, but in the time of testing, they fall away. The seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches, and pleasures, and they do not mature. But the seed of good soil stands for those with a noble and good heart who hear the word, retain it, and by preserving, produce a crop. No one lights a lamp and hides it in a clay jar or puts it under a bed. Instead, they put it on a stand so that those come in can see the light. For there is nothing hidden that will not be disclosed, and nothing concealed that will not be known or brought out into the open. Therefore, consider carefully how you listen. Whoever has will be given more. Whoever does not have, even what they think they have, will be taken from them. Now Jesus' mother and brothers came to see him, but they were not able to get near him because of the crowd. Someone told him, Your mother and brothers are standing outside, wanting to see you. He replied, My mother and brothers are those who hear God's word and put it into practice. Jesus calms the storm. One day, Jesus said to his disciples, Let us go out over to the other side of the lake. So they got into a boat and set out. As they sailed, he fell asleep. A squall came down on the lake so that the boat was being swamped, and they were in great danger. The disciples went and woke him, saying, Master, Master, we're going to drown. He got up and rebuked the wind and raging waters, the storm subsided, and all was calm. Where is your faith? he asked the disciples. 
In fear and amazement, they ask one another, "Who is this? He commands even the winds and the water, and they obey him." So, in in terms of my personal sharing today,、um, just wanted to give some context on this parable. So, this is one of the first and longest parables that Jesus shares, and it is also one of the few times that he shares the parable and then gives the meaning of it right away. So, one of the first things that really hit me was、um, when when he says that actually, he says to his disciples that. The reason why he gives parables is so others may understand.、Um, but actually, he says to his disciples, "The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of God has been given to you." So, really, what that means is, us as disciples, we have that knowledge, and if we ask God, He will give us that knowledge. So, I think that that's one of the first things that really stuck out at me.、Um, the second thing is, of course, Jesus likened the word of God to be like a seed. So, what is a seed? A seed has enormous power. In itself, for the generation of life and also usefulness,、um, if it is received well and planted in the right conditions, it has a potential、um, to become a forest, for instance. So, I just wanted to unpack this parable for us and its meaning、um, and also its significance、uh, for me. So, the parable really is about、um, the four soils. So, we begin with the man who went out to sow the grain. So, the meaning of that is the man represents God and the seed is his message. And what is the significance for us?、Uh, just as a planted seed starts to grow, the word of God starts to deepen and grow within a person. And so, the first ground that the seed fell on, seed fell on, was actually on the the wayside. So it's it's actually on the path itself. So the sower he goes out with a big bag of seeds, and then、um, he sort of like puts the seeds out onto the ground. And wherever it falls,、um, different things happen, right? So the first. Some of the seeds fell on the path, and the birds ate it. So, really, the meaning of that is the birds represent Satan. The seed on the path represents people who hear the message, but it is immediately lost. And really, what that means is there are people who live a good Christian life because they are focused on other things.、Um, they they don't live a good Christian life because they're focused on other things. And then we have seeds、um, that the sower、uh, put out, and they fell on the rocky ground. So, this rocky ground was where there was little soil. And the seed soon sprouted, but when the sun came up, it burnt the young plants, and they died. So the seed on the rocky ground represents people who re- respond with initial enthusiasm,、uh, but the word of God does not sink in deep. So when persecution or hard times comes,、uh, which is the sun, they give up all at once, and so these people cannot commit to the Christian lifestyle. They are initially attracted, but give up when the going gets tough. And then the third scenario is the seeds that fell among the thorn bushes,、uh, which grew up together with the seeds and then choked the plants to death. So the thorn bushes choke the message of God. The message is heard, but people's concern for riches and their worries about life cause the plants to die. And so, I guess I mean some people are too concerned with what others think, and they worry too much. They may be jealous, angry, or concerned with materialism. And then the fourth, of course, as we all know, is the seed that fell on good soil. And the plants produced corn, right? So the good soil represents people who hear the message and live it in their lives. So some people have strong faith and remain dedicated to a Christian lifestyle even when things are difficult.、Uh, so I guess the question really is, which soil or ground are we?、Um, when I was researching this, I I realized that I don't really understand farming that well because I, I I think like most of us, we grew up in the city, so we think of. You know, when we think of planting things, we think of sort of buying the pre-planted thing at like city super or in the market, 
you know, everything's already fertilized, everything's perfect, the soil is oxidized or whatever it needs to be, and then we bring it home, we put it on the uh, windowsill, and then it starts growing. So um, I've come up with a modern-day version of this, um, which is probably, hopefully, uh, more applicable for all of us, which is actually New Year's resolutions. So all of us, no matter what age, um, we're all about being getting, staying in shape, uh, being fit. And so I think if we look at those scenarios, the ones that fell on the path, uh, the seeds that fell on the path, they're really about New Year's resolutions to get in shape, right? Um, you had these great resolutions, you posted it everywhere on social media, but quickly you succumbed to the chips in the drawer, right, in the kitchen cupboard. So, you know, the Doritos, the, the Lay's, all those things. So you made those resolutions, and then the day after you're done, uh, you fell already. Um, and then the seeds on rocky ground. So the seeds on rocky ground are like really gung-ho people, super energized, commits themselves to three different kinds of exercise classes a week, runs a 5K every day, but then quickly burns out. So they have this great intention. When I say they, I mean me as well, <laughs> not, not just they. Uh, but personally, I have this great intention, but then it quickly burns out. And then I think the seeds that fall along the thorn bushes So we start out with a daily exercise routine. We put on many goals, believe we can stay fit. But at the same time, um, on, you know, on social or through friends, we see that there's new restaurant openings, right? Hong Kong always has like a thousand restaurant openings. Um, there's new openings, there's new things to try. There's new chip iterations in the chip aisle at the grocery store. Things that we always need to be on top of. You know, we always need to know what's going on uh, in terms of food. Um, so I think that's really the thorn bushes. So we, it grows together with you, right? You're planning your daily exercise routine, but then the chips and the restaurant openings and all these things come, and then we're growing together, and then ultimately they eat at your daily exercise routine. Um, so yeah, the result is the same. And then I think the good soil. So to be honest, I haven't figured out what that is yet <laughs> in terms of exercise. Um, we do probably want to start out with a realistic schedule, weight goals, Um, trying to fit in a bit of exercise into our daily routine. Uh, if we can't exercise, maybe that means our 10,000 daily steps. Um, perhaps it means intermittent fasting. Um, anyway, I think it, what it means is that we stick with it no matter what. So even when life gets busy, um, we still go at it for the long run, so to speak. So I, I just wanted to talk about, like I call it like the life of good intentions, Because I think all these things, the soil, I think, all, I, think I find myself in all, all of these soils, to be honest. Um, and I think when I, when I think of a life of good intentions, it's really about um, that heart. I think it, it's all about the heart, because intention begins in the heart, right? And so I think it's like a, a heart check. Our heart is like the soil. And I think in terms of good intentions, things like I was intending to do my daily devotions, but went to check important work email first. You know, I was intending to work, listen to worship music on the way to work, but instead got caught up in social media. Um, all these opportunities, really, to me, are a lot of things that we can protect ourselves from. So I feel like the good soil is really about staying vigilant um, and cultivating that soil, which is really our, the, you know, that, that in our hearts. So really, I guess, how do we care for our heart uh, really determines how we grow in Christ. And I think that should be a, both a challenge and an encouragement because I think like, if your heart is hard, your faith is shallow um, or something's choking the life out of you, it's not too late to change. Because um, I think the work of Jesus uh, really is about life-changing, right? The life-changing nature of his ministry, the life-changing nature of his word. 
And really, I know that there's a lot of hard-pressed soil in our lives, um, but I, I feel like it's not too late for us to invite him to come and produce a crop within us. So I think the parable of the sower is really a challenge to us to uh, how we cultivate our hearts. And, and also, on the other hand, I, th- I think there's a positive about it. As, there's a very positive part of it as well, which is it's also a promise. So it's actually the promise from God that if we do that, if we cultivate our hearts, um, the life that God will bring in us and through us will be greater uh, than we can all imagine. So I feel like today I just wanted to share that because I, I felt like um, there's a lot of, there are a lot of great intentions, um, but I feel like we need to go and really protect uh, what's core to us, which is the seed, which is in our hearts. And I, I feel like that's a, lot of, that's a lot of what's going on when we're so wrapped up, uh, not only in the world, but also in our own busyness um, and, and what that means. So I just really challenge ourselves to look deep inside of us and really challenge ourselves and think how we can cultivate the soil better um, instead of just doing our own thing and going along with our, 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 usual, um, our usual routine. I would, I would really look at it as a new routine. Like how do we cultivate what goes on inside, all the thoughts, um, all those things. And, our, and ultimately that's about our relationship with him. So I think that's really um, super important. And I think that parable of the sower really is more about the parable of the soil because the soil is about our hearts and how we cultivate that. Great. I think I finished early. Um, I'd like to invite Wes um, to lead us in a time of worship, and then we'll go into a time of prayer. Your heart and leave. 
who you are and fill me with your heart and lead me in your love to those around me. So I want to continue um, with uh, reading from the intercessory prayer from the One App. So the daily prayer today. Dearly, he- dear Heavenly Father, we want to pray for the faith of the elderly. Mankind has received support from the Lord since we were conceived, and we can be born because of your protection. Lord, may you let your children have a teachable heart from young. Be obedient to your word. Spread the gospel and bear many fruits of the Spirit. Even though they have stepped into their golden years, they are aware that you will not abandon them. On the contrary, you will help them to instruct the latter generations about your power. O oh Lord, we pray that the elderly will still have rich faith experiences in their latter years, and while their physical bodies deteriorate, their inner beings will be renewed daily. Hence, we pray that they will desire to draw close to you each day and be more and more focused in looking to you and following you. Their mouths will keep saying, "Who is like you? Which God can be like you? Our God is so great and does great things." In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Wanted to uh, go into the prayers, uh, time of prayer. Um, so, first is a prayer for those that are sick. Um, let's pray together. praying for God's supernatural healing on them. Uh, Father, this list of people that's been on here, Father, uh, just pray that you would just um, heal them, Lord. dealing with illness um, and also salvation. those that are dealing with infirmities. those looking for jobs, pray that God would open uh, the paths and show them and point them in the right direction.
Let's pray for our missions uh, in China, and SP Beijing, and SP uh, SH, and also the Chongs, and also uh, all the churches. Pray that uh, Father would be protecting them, uh, leading them uh, every day. Also praying for the board. Uh, for PSM, for PNA, for Kiwan, for Sue, for Xiaoming, for Janie, for Jung, for Amanda, for Monica. Father, pray that um, you just give them wisdom, Lord, uh, to lead our church. Father, and I pray for protection over them as well. For our fellowship, uh, young adults ministry, the men's ministry, uh, which has a Monday lunchtime prayer, women's ministry uh, Wednesday, uh, today uh, lunchtime prayer. Father, pray that um, you would just minister to the people uh, attending, Lord, and also bring new members, Father. So pray for the hospitality and welcoming and coffee ministry with P. Samuel and also logistics with Tim. Father, pray that they would have the right people to join their ministries. Father, pray for the smoothness of everything in terms of all the operations at the church and during all the services that we have. Also praying for our sisters who are pregnant, uh, Rachel, Jessica, Catherine, uh, and others. Father, pray that for your protection over them. Father, pray for um, just a smoothness of delivery, and um, Father, just your support uh, walking with them every day. Pray for the house churches, Chaiti Forest uh, Fortress, Happy East Valley, Jia Kings Court TST, uh, and also our own house church, Hollywood House Church, that meets tonight. Father, pray that um, your Holy Spirit would be uh, deep in the conversation. Father, I pray that um, everything would just be focused on you, and Lord, that people would be able to go deep and build community uh, together uh, with you at the center.
So I'd just like to close us uh, with a closing prayer this morning. Uh, Father, thank you so much for being the sower uh, in our lives, of our lives. Father, for the grace, for the mercy, and the patience that you give us every day, Father. Uh, waiting for the seeds in our lives to grow uh, to fruition. And Father, let us not live lives of good intentions, Lord, uh, but let us work on cultivating our hearts, Father, so that the seeds you've sown will grow and multiply. Father, I just pray, Lord, that that prayer all of, over all of us, Father, that uh, we would be able to have that seed grow, multiply, so that we can tell others about um, that word that you've put in our hearts also. And Father, just thank you for this time that you've given us this morning. Uh, pray that we would have a great day ahead. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen.